This week, we're discussing the ActaBlizz Microsoft deal. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a man who is going to talk me out of spending $200 on a super controller. It's my co-host, Mike. Mike, how are you? Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about today. Yeah? Did you... Um, here's how I'm going to talk you out of spending $200 on a super controller. Okay. okay. All right. Let's talk about this. What's the difference between... What are they calling it? The DualSense Pro? DualSense Edge Lord. DualSense Edge. Um, DualSense Edge Lord. Um, what's the difference between that and a regular DualSense? Um, replaceable sticks and the back bumpers and... Um, uh, it comes with a braided cable that locks into the controller. Sorry, oh. I had to frantically type. I want to say. Okay. Uh, oh, 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 custom. Uh, you can like customize the, um, the, uh, uh, the triggers. Okay. And uh you can uh, adjust like the dead zones and like the sensitivity of the uh analogs okay and yeah. i think that's it yeah that's yeah, 199 yes yes it is and regular regular dual sense is 70 regular dual sense is 70 okay so you're paying $120 premium on that. Yes. Yes. $129 if you're being picky. Okay. Did you see what else was announced today at 6 a.m.? I don't know if that's... No. Okay. Xbox put a uh, new entry into their design lab. Is it a DualSense controller? No, it's better. Could you imagine? <laughs> How's that for a lawsuit? Um, today they added the Elite Series Two controllers Ooh. to Design Lab. Ooh, I see. Oh, it's one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Well, let me just build this real quick, and I'll send you <laughs> a little picture of it. What do you think? That'll do. I uh, before you tell me about the games you've been playing, just kind of talk still talking about, about this controller, dude. Yeah. Okay. Just keep talking about some other nonsense. Uh -huh. um i did just pre did you see the god of war controller do you remember what that looked like yes i thought it looked really sick because i love uh like that like type of blue and um those just went on for pre-order and mm -hmm. i i went for it yeah yeah Proud of you. So, I really don't need this like Edge Lord controller, but 
I mean, you could save $50 and get an Xbox controller customized that you'll just keep on your shelf anyway, so. Mm-hmm. I do plan on having a controller wall at my next place. Ooh. Ooh. Are you actually building it out? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Okay. I'm listening. Well, no, you're you're doing the selling yourself, so uh, yeah, that's my that's my pitch. Now I'm gonna go build mine as well. Did you uh, did you see the the controller? I don't did did does Xbox have the adjustable like trigger on the Elite? Yeah, yeah. So on the Elite Series One, which is the one that I have, um, there was like two settings. You could do like a full trigger pull or a half trigger pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never found that it worked that well. Um, and there's obviously like the back paddles and the adjustable stick sizes and the adjustable D-pad. On the Elite Series 2, um, I think there's another level of trigger sensitivity. It's not really sensitivity. It's just putting a blocker in. Um and you can also change like the tension on the thumbsticks. Okay. So it seems pretty similar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that other than like the other dual sense um, features that came out with the PlayStation 5. Right. I think that's the only differentiator. All right. There's a, there's a nice little message in mind. I'm about to take a little screenshot of this to send to you oh yeah speaking of xbox design lab justine got her controller in the other day oh nice yeah god i hope my i hope my computer sounds didn't just come through on the recording because they were loud nope let me just copy this send it over to you all right here's what i'm working with tell me if you see the hidden message um and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then tell me uh tell me about the games you've been playing oh wow i don't remember what i played this week i think i've i think i've played my um final game of madden 21 oh interesting yeah i think i'm just too good <laughs> um, yeah tends to happen with madden huh yeah so i'm gonna try not to play or what did I say, Madden 21? I meant Madden 22. Whatever last year's was. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um, I can get the demos for Madden 23, but I think I'm going to hold off because um, I've just only been playing Madden. I really want to get back into Cyberpunk, so I think that might be what I move into next. Nice. Um, other than that, Justine and I had a little Game Pass smattering after she got her controller love it so we tried a lawnmower simulator yes which i think we sent you some snapchat snapchats from yep oh what else did we play she started firewatch oh it's a great game yeah so i watched her play some of that i feel like there was something else but i really cannot remember that is Firewatch is such a good game. Great narrative. I started it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I think a new game just came out, and that's why I never finished it. But I was like watching her play, and I was like, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, and we uh, started playing Cluster Truck. Is that the one where you like have to hop from truck to truck? Yeah. How's that? Pretty fun. It's frustrating, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, it seems like a fun one. Um, it's a pretty full, diverse week for you. Yeah, it was like little, <laughs> little uh, sessions every now and then. I didn't really get involved in anything. Um, really, really, really want to get back into cyberpunk, but then every time I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and play a game on a Saturday. My Saturday gets derailed. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. But hopefully, cyberpunk for next week. There was another game I was gonna play too. I have to finish Escape Academy. Um, I started playing that by myself, and then Justine, I think, played two levels with me, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think she was really feeling it, so I got to just go in and finish it. But that game's a lot of fun. Would recommend. Yeah, I. that's definitely on my list. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Um I finished Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah. Yep. Like I think I I think I texted you about it because I just need yeah I just needed to say that like the story was so good. Um, mm-hmm. I was that I had finished the second part when I sent you that, and then just yesterday i finished the story and then uh today i cleaned up all of the like collectibles stuff like that so um i have to just do i have to like edit a photo in photo mode and that'll that'll unlock the platinum for me but semantics i'm waiting because i want I want to stream my last, or I want to stream my 100th platinum, um, which the next platinum I earn will be my 100th. So my plan is to do it in Stray. So I can't, I can't finish off Ghost of Tsushima completely yet. Um, but they have like, there's a new game plus for that game, um, and there's like the the DLC island that got added. Um, so I think I'm actually going to, because uh, again, I played the PS4 version. I'm, I have the PS5 version downloaded, so I'm going to load that up. And I actually, I'm going to just load my save in right away and start a new game plus on the PS5. And like I said, do it in like the Kurosawa and black and white. Um, and then I can kind of say, you know, if it actually feels like a, a big jump, um, I have yet to actually try and do that with any games. So I feel like this will be a good one to actually try and test that out. Uh, and there's like some different stuff that you can do in New Game Plus that if I play the game all the way through a second time without playing it in New Game Plus, I'm probably not going to play it again. Obviously, I don't know for sure, but so that's my plan. Um, it's so good, though. I said it when I first started playing it. Um the the people who wanted to hate last of us 2 so badly and and 
picked another champion at least picked a really really good game to be their champion for sure um it was oh so good i i really can't say it enough and it's it's insane to think that sucker punch are the ones who made it so um, yeah really really excited for that to come to xbox (laughs) yeah yeah Well, if and when it does, uh, 10 out of 10, would recommend. It's it's the best game I've played this year. It's definitely better really? than, than, it's definitely better than Horizon, um, which I loved Horizon. I thought that was so good. But yeah, this definitely takes the cake. Um, what else? A uh, little bit of MLB. Honestly, not that much. Y'all, y'all would be proud. Um... Shelby and I played a little more moving out and we just started playing man and Medan. And, uh, that's the, it's technically not a sequel to until dawn, but like mm-hmm. same, you know, people and stuff. And you remember how terrible the facial expressions and stuff were in until dawn where it like makes the game almost more funny than scary at times. I remember Rami Malek being beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, this game suffers from the same thing, where sometimes people's like mouths and teeth just look god awful. Um, I think we got through like part one of it, and we're doing the thing where it's really cool. They didn't have this in Until Dawn, but you, it's like set up that like certain people control certain people. So oh, cool. with just the two of us, we just split the roster in half. So. Um, there's only five there there's five so it's an odd number but there's also like the prologue person so i was locked to the prologue person so i actually took only two of the people and then shelby took three so she's actually playing a bit more honestly um she's awful at quick time events and so it's been really funny uh because we're definitely getting ourselves into situations (laughs) and i just can't wait to see how it ends up um is that similar to um until dawn where like the decisions you make all characters can make it to the end or yeah i believe so no characters can make it to the end or any variety in between yep yeah i think that's the case cool. um so yeah we'll see um and it's it, but it's funny to think about because like in until dawn you could make a decision with a character and it would actually impact another character and so the same i believe holds true here so like shelby could make a decision with you know fliss and it ends up messing up brad who's my character so um yeah so i'm just looking forward to see how like that stuff ends up turning now and i think it's gonna be funny um but yeah so we've been streaming that now too and uh once we finish that whatever the third game was or like the second of the anthology um little hope or is that the new one a new hope a new hope yeah uh it's i think a little i think it's little hope and house of ashes and and one of those just came out recently um i think it was house of ashes that just came out okay so then it's it's little hope that one was is also on so the reason we're playing man of medan is because it's one october and two it's on playstation plus gotcha. uh and so 
the other one is as well uh the new one that like just came out isn't obviously but yeah so we're gonna play that one right after as well um they're fun games i i I mean i i really enjoy games like that um where the replayability of it's so good and it's not like super taxing on you to like play it um you know i could take or leave the scariness but regardless um cool games do they have an arachnophobia setting uh they do not but i haven't seen any spiders yet oh yeah that's how they get you that's how they get you um but yeah i'm trying to think if i played anything oh and i just started dragon quest builders um because that just got added to playstation plus and that's been on my list of games that i want to play and so started playing that instead of playing other games on my backlog of course do you like dragons uh, i do i love dragons cool nice <laughs> all right let's get into our topic for the day which is the activision blizzard deal so if you're if you been living under a rock um we've talked about it as recently as last week i want to say we brought it up but microsoft uh has a deal in place to acquire activision blizzard it was like a 70 billion dollar deal um and it's currently in the news going through different countries you know to either approve or deny the the acquisition uh and i think thus far everything we had seen was it being approved correct for the most part yeah um like other companies have the ones who have spoken about it have approved of it and certain countries jurisdictions have have approved it yeah i'm trying to think which countries brazil was one right argentina oh okay all right so oops just gonna cut my uh my guess next i'm gonna say that the the current the thing that we're talking about today is the australian government oh uh, and I want to say I want to say Saudi Saudi Arabia. I think could be so interesting that all these approvals need to <laughs> come from all these different countries. Yeah, it is pretty crazy, huh? But oh, multinationals buy multinationals. That tends to happen, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. I don't know, uh, but. Yeah, we talked about something that Jez Corden wrote um, last week that I'm totally blanking on, but he wrote a really, really good article on Windows Central today, um, and I'll let you kind of kind of take the reins from here. Yeah, so Jez always has his finger on the pulse of Microsoft deals. I think he more or less exclusively writes about Microsoft. Um, yeah, he writes for Windows Central, but they kind of cover all sorts of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So Jez kind of wrote an opinion piece today. And the article title is Why Sony Could Live to Regret Getting the Xbox Activision Blizzard Deal Blocked. 
uh, like Spencer said, this was posted today. Today is Tuesday, October 18. So if you want to go back and look at it, uh, it's a really good article. I mean, it's a borderline novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of starts, um, I'm not going to go through every, every detail. I just want to highlight some of the big Microsoft and Sony details in this, but he kind of goes and, and talks about kind of some of the hypocrisy in big tech, I'm just going to call it antitrust mm-hmm. uh, cases, uh, specifically with UK's Competition and Markets Authority, also known as CMA. Who um, he mentions uh, just today, they blocked Meta from acquiring GIF platform Giphy, um, but allows, sorry, I want to find the other specific examples that he had. Facebook buying Instagram, for example, I know was one of them Mm -hmm. and WhatsApp and then basically destroying those platforms. And the fact that they let Google pretty much do whatever they want. I mean, Google, I couldn't tell you the last time they had a deal blocked. And just the, the, the Kate, the, he goes on to talk about the points that Sony is bringing up and how, you know, if Activision or if Microsoft buys Activision, that means they're going to lose Call of Duty, which we don't know is necessarily true. We know it's not true in the near term. Mm-hmm. We're bringing up um, exclusive Bethesda games and exclusive content for Bethesda games, and they're choosing to ignore things from platforms, games from platforms that they've bought, like Minecraft Dungeons, which is on all platforms, mm-hmm. Minecraft Legends. Fallout 76, which they continue to support, and Elder Scrolls Online, which they continue to support. And Minecraft in general, that they continue yeah. to support. Also, which could worth you throwing imagine out. Yep. If they, if they just took that. Uh, yeah. Yep. It, it would it would it would be crazy. And uh, Sony has a really big presence in Europe. So it seems like there's a bit of bias playing in here. Um, so he talks he talks about the issues that PlayStation is bringing up, and again, how they're not bringing up every every single game. They're being very targeted with the points that they're making, and it's you know it's a lawsuit for all intents and purposes. So that's just what happens, right? But he has this opinion that. Sony and and the CMA blocking this deal could be really bad for Sony. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, if this gets blocked, Microsoft has seventy billion dollars with a B back in their budget. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? You know, they can do more exclusive deals. They can do more timed exclusives. Um without necessarily buying companies right Uh, they which is similar to sony's you know right current yeah obviously sony has their their you know first party games and stuff but but that's a strategy that sony i mean deathloop ghostwire tokyo final fantasy um 
those are just three off the top of my head that are are like brand new games that are you know timed exclusives Mm -hmm. um then you also have like the call of duty brand deal that jez brings up that microsoft could obviously swoop in and at least pick that up um went once that you know lapses if this were to fall through um yeah yeah basically xbox could develop sony strategy and do it a lot harder and uh and 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 make it hurt a lot more frankly right i mean it's it's a ton of money they could they can do this for years and Jazz gives the example. I'm just going to read verbatim. It could offer millions of dollars to make franchises like Monster Hunter, Grand Theft Auto, Persona, and who knows what else timed Xbox exclusives. Yeah. Which doesn't really seem like a big deal, but it's a I mean it's a really big deal. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. It absolutely is. I mean uh, just, you're going to go ahead, sorry. No, uh, I look at those games and I'm like, there are plenty of people who would be hurt by three of those games. Uh, there are plenty of people, myself, who would be hurt by two of those games, and just about everybody who plays video games would be hurt by at least one of those games, um, namely being Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> uh, it would be um, an insane power move that, yeah, they obviously could um, they they could do if they really wanted to. Yeah. So. And then the, the other strategy he brings up is kind of going like what Tencent does, where they just buy majority positions mm-hmm. in in companies. Um, you know, for example, like uh, CDPR is is publicly traded. They could they could buy a, a majority, not necessarily a fifty one percent stake in in cdpr but they could still buy a decision making amount a percentage of 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 shares so that's another option i mean look what tencent is doing i mean they're they're kind of sneaky with it i mean we've shared our opinions on them as a company but great company what they do from a business standpoint is kind of fair game right as far as as far as getting their hands into different things yeah um so yeah, it's they they really need to think about. I I I would love to see where this article from Jez goes because I feel like it could, if it gets in the right hands, change the course of Sony's strategy. In in this um in this argument, I mean, they're not going to sit on as far as they're concerned. They've already spent the seventy billion dollars, mm-hmm. and that is. I mean, let's be honest, that is just for Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you get Crash and, and Spyro and Tony Hawk and whatever. World of Warcraft. Well, yeah. Overwatch. Who cares? <laughs> A lot of people. I'm just not in it. Um, I mean, it's defined. It's defined with what, what they're doing with the money. If you block this, there's really no saying. Right. Yep. And I think a lot of people are kind of saying, oh, well, Grand Theft Auto will never be a timed exclusive. Uh, I kind of think it might have been at one point. but I mean, also, uh, 
if you show up and say the right number, uh, anything I think can be a timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, yeah, uh, I think he sums up the per like he says it. You know, there's there's the old saying: "Be careful what you wish for," and we could very much so be looking at that. And and to me, it's first off, this is so eye opening. Um, the the pedestal that Call of Duty is held on. And just the importance that Call of Duty has to the video game industry. Right. That I believe I described it to you as a reverse dick measuring contest. Because both companies are trying to prove they're the one with the smaller penis. And it's just so bizarre that they're like, they're, they're like talking themselves down. And, you know... And it's just so inverse to like how you typically try to like put yourself out in front of like the market and stuff, which is very funny. Um, and it's all basically like you said, it's all because of Call of Duty, right? Sony's not saying that, you know, this is going to screw us because of all the games that they're getting. The main focus is like you can't make Call of Duty an exclusive. And it's just crazy. And there it's no just so defined crazy. plans that they're going to do that. Right. I mean, I would say it seems logical and and the right thing to do. However, they didn't do it with Minecraft. I mean, Minecraft was already on it, but it's tough. I don't know. You're like, Xbox has the power to kind of test the waters and see what works best. Mm-hmm. You know, is it really going to hurt them to make Starfield, right? Starfield? Yeah. Yep. Is it going to hurt them to make that uh, an exclusive? Uh, maybe the next Fallout game com- that comes out because Fallout has, you know, been on on both platforms. You know, maybe they still move forward with that. Do they see benefit in doing that? Or is it a wash and a way to take from Sony and you know bring people into your ecosystem by making these things exclusive? They have the power to kind of test that out and see. Um, and also, they would be dumb to not take advantage of these acquisitions and put content that is solely on Xbox to mm-hmm. try and match what Sony has done. I mean, Sony has a great library of exclusives. And all people have said since... How, for how long that Xbox has no exclusives, right? Uh, so they would be dumb to not bolster their their library. They're already existing, fairly good library that continues to now grow. Um, it's just, yeah, again, it's just so crazy that Call of Duty is the thing that is like, the it's the girl we're all fighting over. Um, and, and my stance then, a few weeks ago, a couple months ago i don't know how time works anymore but i brought it up and i brought it up to you um in in relation to something else surrounding all of this i don't understand how this isn't just like lighting a fire under sony's ass to just make a competitor i i feel like call of duty isn't that amazing from what i see online constantly after a new call of duty game comes out <laughs> so it doesn't seem all that crazy to me I don't know how games are made, so let me just preface by saying that. But it doesn't seem all that crazy to me to make the statement of you can make a better game than Call of Duty. 
right? Call it Destiny Three. And and you can put it just on PlayStation. And people who have a PlayStation, when the new Call of Duty's coming out, you can release yours a few weeks ahead, and then people have that and can go, "Oh, I don't need Call of Duty because I have this." I feel like that's a, I feel like that's achievable. I feel like that's trophyable. Um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, but that like it doesn't even seem you know like and, and you would have years like I'm not saying that this is something that you just all of a sudden have to whip together and make a shitty game. You would have years to do this, right? Because Call of Duty is going to be on for at least a few years, right? We the uh, um, I think they have next year's locked in and then it's three years after that or something like that that sound right that they at least have to be on playstation well i think that microsoft said that they would continue at least for a few more years but that like that's it so it's an ambiguous statement in terms of like the true future of it but so 2025 2026 something like that will be the last call of duty per what microsoft has said that obviously could be false they could choose to keep doing it right so ultimately weird hill to die on is going to be my statement and so weird that they this also came out this week um i saw this getting kind of passed around uh but because of the investigation that the cma is currently doing uh, Sony has de- de- delayed a showcase, um, and it says uh, this was from Millie Mond on Twitter. Um, exclusive titles and first-party IP were locked in. Sony believes the showcase will add weight to Microsoft's arguments. Silent Hill and Kojima, who am I, reveal were part of the show. It's just. <laughs> it's so funny to me that they're they're willing to like throw out their strategy to try and make themselves seem like the weak ones when they still just have a great a great strategy that they can just if they just stick and 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 just strive to be a little bit better towards the the players so i mean sony is still so dominant but they just it's like they got knocked off balance by like game pass and and ever since they just like are still stumbling and they they haven't gotten their footing underneath them and they just keep stumbling and it's just one stumble after another in terms of the shit that they do and it's like just just go back to just doing what you do best which is making good games and presenting them well and locking up timed exclusives and other you know more shady things that i would i i'd say than actually just acquiring somebody um I don't know. I just, I can't believe how off track Sony has gotten. Because right. to me, this and this is this is my opinion. To me, Sony and and Microsoft are two totally are are aiming for two totally different audiences. Right. Microsoft is looking for the, um, you know the the multiplayer the um, the the co-op the more classic i i don't i i'm saying arcadey kind of loosely but i mean like the halo uh the gears of war the strategy games like xbox seems to be more on like a classic 
gaming model. Mm-hmm. They do not have, and I personally do not think they will ever have, like the cinematic masterpieces that Sony has. Right. And, I mean, you look at when Sony was just eating Xbox's lunch, when they had you know, <laughs> Uncharted, they had Killzone, they had Resistance and Little Big Planet and all these fantastic games. And there really was no competition. And now just with their leadership and the way they've aligned their business. I, I feel like they're trying to step into Xbox's territory when they got the call of duty deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they got the destiny deal and I, I mean, not them acquiring Bungie, but with all the timed exclusive and exclusive content that they got mm-hmm. the marketing content they got with destiny. It seems like they're really encroaching on xbox's territory and now crying foul because they're they're losing right i I really wish they would just stick to what they're good at and that's making these great cinematic i mean just their their first party stuff right yeah i mean that's plenty to blow people away and get people to buy your your systems yeah and then the only reason they're going to lose call of duty now is because Microsoft just wants to rub it in their face if the deal goes through. Like I, I think but if again, they just kept their mouth shut and let it happen, I, nothing would have changed for PlayStation. Right. I think also, even if it would have changed, it. I truly don't think Call of Duty leaving your console is like the death sentence that you think it is. Like, they, I think they just got so fixated on. All right, let's look at software sales, and everybody who bought a PlayStation Five is playing. NBA and Call of Duty. Fuck, we can't lose Call of Duty. We can't. Yeah. We can't. We can't. It's like I think you'll live. I think you'll live. You're you're I think they're just getting caught up on that and and they think that like, well, it's the second most played game on our console, so we can't possibly lose it. And I just I just don't think you're going to lose it. And also, I think people would, again, people would naturally gravitate towards playing other things. I don't think, mm-hmm. and, and if somebody is truly that pressed, I don't think it's the the number that you think. Um, I feel like people would be more inclined to just like buy like the Series S or whatever to just have a Call of Duty machine, but like they still want to play the, you know, the Sony if you if you already have them you have them I feel like you know and so I I feel like I never see people who are are like yeah I'm definitely jumping ship because they have this or they have that anymore I feel like that happened during like PS3 ish and now everybody's on the consoles with their friends that they have or whatever console they were able to just get a hand on and that's it. And they don't care beyond that. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe yeah, I'm out of touch yeah. because I don't play Call of Duty. But I think, uh, again, very clear that Call of Duty is super important in the video game industry. It's abundantly clear. Very popular. A lot of people it's play this amazing. game. I don't know if you knew that. It's amazing that it's been the bell of the ball for ever essentially and again it's just year after year all i see is 
people bitching about how shitty it is compared to mm -hmm. last year's, which last year's was shitty compared to the year before it, which that one was shitty compared to the year before it. And that one was shitty compared to Black Ops. So it's like, I don't get it. I, I, I don't. I feel like, if anything, the writing has been on the wall for Call of Duty and that something's going to have to change there. So what's more likely to happen is some new game is going to be made. And it's still going to suck. And it's still going to suck compared to last Call of Duty. And that's just the perpetual cycle that Call of Duty's in. I mean, I can't wait for them for what what's the one coming out where they're likely going to act like war crimes committed by the U.S. were actually the other people. Isn't anyway. Just every Call of Duty? Yeah. Well, this, one, a, this, is mean, the first, this is the first one in the Middle East, I think. I mean, that was kind of another point I was thinking of is I don't know all the demographics of people playing Call of Duty games. I can assume. And it's probably not people who care about the image of war or militant governments or things like that. But, you know, when do we, when do we get to a point where people are just like, war games are ridiculous they shouldn't be made anymore mm -hmm. it's it's glorifying something that's just an overall atrocity but we're not the good war bad war podcast yeah don't get me started good just war i make oil simulator already jesus christ good war i'll tell you my favorite favorite war on the count of three ready hold on i gotta think about it all right Hold on, I gotta Google it and make sure this is. You know, I'm just gonna say it. I don't know if it's a real war or not. All right, ready? Yeah. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three. War of eighteen twelve. Spanish American War. <laughs> Damn it! Can I change my answer? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Cold War. War on drugs. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, the first time I said the War of eighteen twelve. I heard that one. And the second time I said the Cold War. <laughs> um, Cold War 2? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just crazy. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it's crazy how much Sony is getting, like, bent out of shape and held up on this rather than just, like, trying to move forward. And I think that's the thing that, that upsets me the most because, again, I'm obviously... Uh, in the PlayStation ecosystem, so of course I'm going to be rooting in in Sony's corner to to do good. But uh, as has been the case now for the past two years, uh, Sony has just a lot of head scratchers. A lot of head scratchers. I just want to say that I think it's so confusing how sony is literally just in the pocket of cma telling them what to do yeah well i think whoever like some of the heads must be ponies you know i'm sure like it's you know just... you know like some of that's getting in the way of shit like this yeah it, it seems like there's just so much like obstruction 
and favoritism. Mm-hmm. And like, I, Sony is a or Europe is a huge market for Sony. I get it, but does not mean that a public entity and a corporation should be fighting together. Question mark. Yeah, I. Dude, I just don't know. It's so. It's so. Just bizarre. What a world we live in. Shout out to Disney for buying Fox. I remember. Um. Any other any other takes on on all of this nonsense? No. I guess let me let me ask this. Do you think this is going to end up going through ultimately, or do you actually think that you know? there's there's potential here and we're moving in the direction that it's not gonna go through i i just don't know how much weight this decision would have like can they just block it can they just say no go i don't know i i feel like it's gotta be somewhat democratic where there's a majority yeah i think i think my favorite part about this article was that uh, Jez said that it feels like the CMA basically went to Twitter and only took like Twitter hot takes into consideration. And the the thing that he points to that is most likely what will ultimately make up the mind of whatever the decision is, is a more in-depth examination of how the deal could impact the UK market, which... It doesn't seem like has been the case to this point. Um, so anyway, that as long as that's looked at with a, you know, uh, trying to think what the word I'm I'm looking for is. Yeah, but it, it's actually you know taken into consideration and a legitimate you know look is given. Um, I feel like it will go through. I feel like there's no reason for this deal to not go through. Um, I'm trying to read more about the history of CMA. So CMA is only UK. Yeah. Because there's the European commissions and the commission in the EU countries. Which do we know if the European commission passed it? Let me try and see if I can find... It sounds like, while you're finding that, it sounds like when the U.S., the EU, and the U.K. authorities, when one of them makes a decision, the other ones tend to coordinate their actions. Um, says that the European Commission began its first phase. Uh, completion date is expected to be November 8th. Okay. 
Brazil is the only one that I'm seeing. Oh, no, Saudi Arabia. Yep, Saudi Arabia and Brazil both have approved the acquisition. And we're waiting on, like, the FTC and the SEC. Both are looking into it. Also, yeah, part two of this UK investigation is going to go until March, which is insane. Yeah. So. Wild. Um, I, yeah, I think it's going to go through. Um, and then, you know, Sony will have kind of played themselves by not. By like halting everything. Just a, just an insane strategy in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I just think this, these were such good points made by Jez. Yeah. Yep. I will say the one thing that I've been pleasantly surprised about in terms of PlayStation has been the, the library that they've put together for the PlayStation Plus catalog. That has, mm -hmm. I've been very happy with that thus far. So mark that off as something that was a pleasant surprise. Um, but yeah, this, uh, you know, are they going to delay God of War now too? Because if that releases and does numbers that, you know, they'll look too strong, stupid. Yeah. And then what will be funny about that funny, unfortunate is Santa Monica will have to delay Santa Monica and then everyone is going to send death threats to Santa Monica, even though it was Sony's decision. Yeah. That, that do be the video game world. Mm -hmm. Well, I have nothing else on this. And if you have mm -hmm. nothing else, let's wrap this bad boy up. We are fast approaching the two year anniversary of the release of the PS five and the Xbox series X. So, not so. Depending on, um, they I think they both came out November twelfth or something like that. But depending on the state of current events and and such and and what the news cycle presents to us, um, let's say we do a little you know two year check in and see you know the good, the bad, and the ugly of the the two consoles to this point yeah. and and Let's have a little review um because i certainly already have a lot of opinions um but i think it'd be fun to do a deep dive into those so look forward to that that's definitely coming up um you know that'll be before the holidays at the very least um even if it ends up being like an end of the year episode but there's also a good chance that it could be next week so um i think that would be fun other than that thank you all so much for listening uh, be sure to rate and review wherever you listen. And as always, share it with really anybody. But most importantly...